What is up, everybody? This is Angelo coming at you with episode 187 of Spinning Thoughts. We have premiere episodes every Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following Monday. We're on Twitter at Spin Thoughts and our website is thespinningthoughts.com. I may have had a glass or two of whiskey. I am feeling really good and I'm in the mood. I'm in the mood today here on this episode to talk, to talk and give a little bit of an opinion if I may which is a little bit different than what I normally do. I usually keep my opinions out of things unrelated to the actual music itself, right? You know what I mean? Uh, I don't want to be controversial. I want to engage and uh, include everybody and just let it be a space that doesn't involve a lot of drama. But you know what? It is, at the time of this recording, it's Wednesday, October the 30th. And if you want to talk about straddling time, you're hearing this live right now on Adobe Radio. And technically, it is midnight, which means it is Halloween. So, happy Halloween. But then there's probably a lot of you listening right now, and it is sometime in the future. If so, I hope you got some great candy out on the streets Hope you got some cool costumes. If you dressed up as anything that you think is worth sharing, let us know on Twitter at SpinThoughts. So, so there's a lot going on. It's almost Halloween. I'm feeling a little spicy. And it's easy to feel spicy and to feel like you have something to say when there's something as fucking ridiculous as what I am seeing right now on social media. It's, I can't even say this shit without laughing. Uh, Okay, so there is this, I guess, hip-hop rap artist. Full disclosure, I've never, ever, ever heard of this, uh, this artist ever. And I'm only hearing about them because of some ridiculous, ridiculous shit. That they just recently did. So I guess this artist's name is I Am Jake Hill. Is that the full artist's name? I Am Jake Hill. All right. I think so. That's that's what my really intense research is telling me. So we've got this I Am Jake Hill uh, on Twitter. The handle is at J-A-A-A-K-E Hill. Fuck it. Anyways. I wake up this morning and I'm seeing my timeline just littered with some video that's like 50 some seconds long that honestly when I first scrolled through about 10 of these posts, I was like, I don't fucking care and I don't got 50 seconds to listen to this video right now. Uh, Well, then I started to see more posts and then I really got intrigued, so I checked it out and again, full disclosure, I don't know anything about this. I am Jake artist. I have listened to one song, that one song. I don't remember the title and I listened to it today. So I had some semblance of what this artist does musically. 
So this I am Jake Hill just canceled a show on October 28th at White Oak Music Hall. It's in Houston, Texas. All right. Now, they cancel a show because another artist that was playing at this venue. I, I Let's clarify here. I am Jake Hill was not on tour with the artist I'm about to tell you. They were sharing a venue that I, I guess has multiple rooms that can cater to multiple artists. So Morrissey, Morrissey, if you don't know who Morrissey is, I don't think you're really missing out. But if you do know who Morrissey is, you're probably not surprised by uh, some of the demands that I guess ultimately really fucking pissed off I am Jake Hill. So Morrissey's playing at this venue, again, separate from I am Jake Hill. And Morrissey has a request, being a vegan, that no meat can be within the venue and and apparently within like a certain distance from the outside of it. Okay, so this pisses off I am Jake Hill. And listen, listen, I can understand some sort of request like that in this kind of scenario. I can understand that pissing somebody off. But that's probably where that should end, in my opinion, okay? I think that you could be pissed off about this uh, somewhat somewhat outlandish request, right? But it should really stop it just being pissed off. However, I am Jake Hill. They did not stop there. So they canceled their fucking show and inconvenienced every fan which I hope wasn't a lot, but, you know, if you dig I Am Jake Hill and the music, honestly, that is awesome, and I mean that, but I, you inconvenience how many of your fans because you're pissed that you can't go in the venue and eat your dinner. You have to see this video. I obviously cannot provide the same amount of emotion that I Am Jake Hill did in this endeavor. However, I am going to read you a post that they put on Facebook that basically gives you the gist. So here it is, quote, I know a lot of you will be pissed at us for canceling the show tonight. We'll lose supporters and get hate, but that's okay. I'm not going to pull up to a venue and be told what I can and can't eat because a bigger artist playing outside said so. He's not God, and I'm not going to bow down to his commands and suck his dick. We've been on the road for 40 days. We're tired as fuck. Eating some good food backstage at a venue is really the only time we get the chill before we have to pile back in the van and drive ungodly hours to do it all again the next day. I love touring and I know 100% that it's exhausting and sometimes things don't go as planned, but tonight really pissed me off. To anybody who bought tickets, you'll get a refund. I'm sorry about this. We'll be back in Houston for a free show in 2019. Who the fuck is going to go back to that show for free? Or even if you paid them to go back in 2020. I think this is the worst way to treat your fans. And maybe not the worst way, but fuck, it certainly isn't a good way. I can tell you that much. So they cancel. They stick to their guns on this one with... Chick-fil-A boxes in the background in this video. Middle fingers up in the air. Like, dude, Morrissey, he didn't see this, I'm sure. Even if he did, he doesn't fucking care. And again, all you did was inconvenience your fans. And here's something else that just really, really was not sitting well with me. I started to see a lot of artists, bands, the people that are on tour, their crew with them, photographers, all of these people that are grinding and going through the same bullshit that you're going through. And even worse situations. Sometimes it's life or death when you're going through certain areas in the winter or you know what, mental health really deteriorate sometimes on the road, but you know what? They persevere. They do it because the music is important, the message is important, and the fans are important. This is what you sign up for. This is what, there. there's bands out there, there's artists out there that would die to be in this position. I'm a vegetarian myself, okay? I, I get it. 
I understand uh, kind of maybe what Morrissey's trying to do. We're tw it's 2019, okay? We got to be a little bit more open-minded. And it's okay to be inconvenienced every once in a while. If, you know what? Just to just for the hell of it. You know, it's okay to be inconvenienced. I'm a vegetarian. None of this gets on my nerves at all. It pisses me off that this this I am Jake Hill goes and cancels a show to their fans. In my opinion, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. If I was a fan of I am Jake Hill, I didn't know who they were before. I'm going to move on from it here in a second, and that will be the end of it for me in this uh, artist I am Jake Hill. You just don't do that. You just don't do that. There's a lot of talk on social media right now. If you want to get into all that, I I wouldn't stop you. Some of it's funny. Some of it is like legitimately just so perfect because they are getting a, a big taste of uh, what it's like to what it's like to be an artist on the road and to uh, deal with situations just like this. All right. I did it. I gave you all a little bit of that opinion that I usually stay away from that I'm going to actually start diving into a little bit more. You know what? We've been around for three years now here at Spinning Thoughts, and I believe that it's time that we start saying things that are on our minds beyond the music. So you got to make sure you're staying tuned. Follow us on Twitter at Spin Thoughts. Website is thespinningthoughts.com. Now, we are about 12 and a half minutes into this episode. You stayed through a lot of that bullshit, and now we're going to give you the good shit. So we are going to be hearing new music from, first of all, two artists, bands that I adore. And I mean that, I adore. We have Maggie Schneider with her new single, Don't Tell Me. And if you're not familiar, Maggie is also... Uh, a very, very veteran uh, contributor here at Spinning Thoughts. We've gone through maybe two or three waves. There is another wave coming. And I know a lot of you are getting very impatient with me. But Maggie was part of that first wave. She's been here. She's helped us grow. And she is just doing some really, really beautiful things with her music. And then we're going to hear the very brand new track from First and Forever, Hold You Down. This band is just so legit, authentic. I love every interaction that I see of theirs on social media. They treat their fans the right way. And I couldn't be happier to support a band like First and Forever and an artist like Maggie Schneider. Let's dive into some of this before we get to our exclusive interview with Calling All Captains. This is Maggie Schneider's brand new single, don't tell me. Say it. 
So you just finished listening to Don't Tell Me, the brand new single from Maggie Schneider. If you don't follow Maggie on Twitter, her handle is at it's Maggie underscore S. And she's dropping some hints here to another new song on the horizon. She posted a very lovely photo and said in it, time to shoot another music video. I like that idea a ton. And then on October 28, Maggie tweets, gosh, I'm ready to release a new song. Well, fuck, Maggie, I'm ready for you to release a new song. We have premiere episodes every Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following Monday. We're on Twitter at Spin Thoughts and our website is thespinningthoughts.com. We are going to hear the new single Hold You Down from First and Forever. They, listen to this. So they release this single. Uh, it looks like they put it into a nice little collection, a nice little EP, the Hold You Down EP. The other three tracks of the four that are on it in addition to Hold You Down are previously released singles that are just so fucking good. Seriously, so good. I love First and Forever. Uh, you got Chicago on there, track number two, Nothing Left to Burn, and A Violet Ending. First and Forever rocks. I'm so thrilled to share Hold You Down, their newest single right here, right now. Desperate and 
So you just finished listening to Hold You Down, the brand new single from First and Forever. It dropped on October 25th. And again, it's kind of in this nice little package, a four-song EP with three previously released absolute killer songs you gotta listen to them if you've listened to them before you already know you gotta listen to them again i asked first and forever to tell me something that i could share with all of you something exciting something we could look forward to to get us you know just something to get us through the back end of 2019 something to be excited about and first and forever is telling me that they are recording a full ep in LA with Courtney Ballard in November. I am so happy for this band and for every one of their fans. And you know what? I'm a little happy for me too because I can't wait to listen to more. We are going to get to our exclusive interview with Calling All Captains. But first, as you know how we do it here, we like to warm you up with the music of the band that you're going to be hearing from. So why don't we dive into it right now? This is Disconnected from Calling All Captains.
So you just finished listening to Disconnected from Calling All Captains. It is off of their EP titled Nothing Grows Here. It was released February 8th of 2019 via Equal Vision Records. What's interesting about this EP is, first of all, I absolutely love it. Listen to it all the time. It is saved everywhere I can digitally. It feels like it was not released in 2019. It feels like it's been out longer. And I think that's probably because I've been listening to it like fucking mad and because it's that damn good. We have premiere episodes every Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following Monday. We're on Twitter at Spin Thoughts and our website is thespinningthoughts.com. I am very, very pleased to share with you the recent conversation Dan Boyer had with Calling All Captains. Hello, hello, Dan Boyer, Canadian contributor for Spinning Thoughts, and I'm here with Connor and Luke from our friends in Calling All Captains. What is going on, my friends? Hey. Hello, how you doing, guys? Not too much. It's good Just to be back. Out. It's good to be back on Spinning Thoughts. We interviewed you back in August of 2018, so oh. we're just over a year. It's now October 2019. So, so many things have happened. Oh my gosh. It's, it's been a warm second since I... Holy. Lots has happened since then. Uh, I don't know if you guys recall, but uh, when we chatted uh, last year in August, you guys were playing a 75-cap venue in Kitchener, Waterloo, Ontario, but an hour up the road from here. Yeah, Harmony Lunch. Yeah. Harmony Lunch. I don't know if you recall the, like, 50s diner yeah, that then yeah. transforms into a venue and like holds like 75 people or something uh, and our friend Kyle Waffler who does all the shows there um, and you guys were out with um, also friends of the show Way the Anchor yep. at that point. Yeah. We also I think we had Rival Town there was a band called Rival Town that's right so uh, so here we are just over a year later and a lot has happened. I think when we talked last time you guys had just signed your deal with Equal Vision. Yeah, yeah, we, I think uh, right around that time we just signed with the label. It was our first tour with the label. It wasn't, it wasn't set up through the label because we had already booked it, but it was like our first time going out as a signed band. It was pretty cool and it's been a whirlwind of a year since then. I cannot believe it was actually only yeah, a year. I think year. we only had a, like a recent single. Yeah, it was that Dis- Disconnected? Yeah. It was just before that, yeah. You were you were just about to drop Disconnected like the next day. Oh, wow, that's oh. right, that's right. Yeah, So that's So that's kind of my first question is like, it's only been just over a year, but like so much has happened for Calling All Cactus. Like so much. You've put out um, your EP, uh, nothing grows here, and um, you've done a full U.S. tour. Yep. Yeah. That was a time. Yeah, that was, was a time. Let me tell you. Yeah. Fifty-four days. I think it was like that. No, was fifty-seven days, fifty-two shows, or something. So yeah. it was. Uh, yeah, it was something we weren't used to. It was our first like big tour through new places, but it was really well received. I think, and uh, we had a blast, and we're we're doing it again right now. So. After after this show, I think we do Montreal. We do Montreal, then we play Blackout Fest with a bunch oh, of our okay, Oakville, oh, okay, okay, yeah. Oakville, and then Blackout Fest on the nineteenth. A bunch of our friends, and then we that's where we meet up in Summer Wars, and we take off through the states from there. So we are uh, very excited to do that again with some really good guys. Absolutely, yes, friends of the show, uh, Summer Wars, who were on this past summer. Um, just reflect on the last year, like. Could you see it coming? Was it what you were expecting? Um, what surprised you the most? Honestly, like I, I guess uh, speaking for myself especially is the like last time you saw us, we didn't have any music released with me as the vocalist, and now it's been a whole year and a little bit since then, and I've been touring, singing every night, like trying to be a front man, filling shoes that I didn't know I could fill, and the responses. Honestly, overwhelming just for how many people that have been supportive over like the new lineup and especially with our new addition with Tim in the back you know like it's it really solidified me coming up front and I think with all this new music it 
kind of just put kind of the best foot forward in a way. It was, it's been, it's been a whirlwind, and like, I can't, it's been a sandstorm, like, all of these things just coming at once, and it happened all really fast, and I wouldn't change it at all, because it, you know, it was hard to kind of, it was hard to stay warm. Yeah, we, we had a lot of firsts this year, like, uh, we, we put out our first uh, release with the label, um, we, we visited all these new places, like places I've wanted to go my whole life, Los Angeles, New York, we went everywhere. And we got, we were lucky enough to, um, we had a tour of the SJC Drum Factory. We got invited to come to Alt Press and uh, do some interviews with them. Um, we did, we would, did the Hot Topic yeah. headquarters and stuff. And we were just super lucky to have opportunities to do all this stuff that we've, we've watched our favorite bands do forever. And then being in their shoes and kind of being in this, in these scenarios is just, uh, it's a little bit magical. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It's what we're going for. Shout out Big Picture Media. Yeah. We love that. Yeah. Absolutely. Friends of the show who, who help us <coughs> out quite a lot. So thank you to Big Picture Media. And I think, too, something that's happened between um, August when we last year when we chatted and now is that um, near your hometown, maybe even in your hometown in Alberta, um, you opened for the Offspring yeah. for a couple of wow. shows, right? And like that would have been like we're now talking shows in front of like thousands of people. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. So so it was actually at the end of our big U.S. tour that we got um, an email asking if we would be able to play at uh, it's called K Days in Edmonton, Klondike Days. And it's been around forever. It's something you, if you're from Edmonton, you've gone to it every year as a kid. It's something you know very well. Um, but we weren't told what band we were opening for, so obviously we, we agreed to take the show. And when we found out it was The Offspring, we kind of lost our minds. But uh, yeah, we, we had the show booked for, what was it, it was sometime in July? Yeah. And uh, we were gearing up for the show, like practicing hard. And the day before our Edmonton show with The Offspring, we get a call or a text from their management asking, at noon that day, asking if we can come down to Calgary, which is about three hours from us and opened for them in Calgary, just out of the blue. So we literally all walked out of our jobs, um, drove down to Calgary, and we, we were able to play for, I think, around 3,000 people in Calgary at a casino. Best show we've ever played, until the next night, when we played for almost 10,000 people in Edmonton um, on a huge stage, like the biggest production we've ever had behind us. And it was too cool. Like, words can't explain it. Uh, we, we're, we should have a little like uh, recap video at some point for everyone to see, so keep your eyes out for that. Um, but yeah, it was like it was like nothing else. It's, it's what I've dreamed of since I was a kid, looking out over a sea of people, and we had these screens beside the stage that were probably 50 feet tall, projecting us up there. So it was unreal. So so let me wait. Let me get this straight. So you had been booked in Edmonton to open um, at Klondike Days on the Friday. On the Friday, and. The, the headlining band you found out was The Offspring. Yeah. And, uh, and then at noon, you got, you got something from Offspring's management at noon, and then that night you were playing a show for them? Yeah, in a different city. Yeah, we, we got the call. Okay, so let me, let me give it a time frame on it. So on Thursday at 12, noon, noon o'clock, we uh, got the call. Like we had to be ready for load-in, get on the stage. I think I think load-in was six o'clock. Yeah, we had to be there at six o'clock. And so we all wrapped up, walked out of our jobs, got there, played the show, drove back home, and like the next day we had the show. We we literally drove to Edmonton for our load-in at the Offspring show. So we kind of we kind of joke around that we toured with the Offspring for two, two days. days. Two yeah. days. <laughs> but they were really cool. We got to meet them and hang out with them backstage. And, they were giving us beers and stuff, you know, it was, it was really cool to see some like literal legends and like uh, heroes to us up close and like playing a show with them. That's crazy. So you, you played a show in front of thousands of people with the offspring on six hours notice is what you're yeah. telling me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, those dudes give me some hope because they're like in their 50s, you know, and they're like still doing it. They so, kick like, ass. You know, we talk about how long I've been around, like. Man, those guys still 
still doing the thing. So yeah. that's awesome. And so um, <clears throat> also since last year, you have said goodbye to your bus. Mark Bussolo. Mark Bussolo is no more. Oh, yeah, rest I'm going to cry a little bit. Yeah. But we, uh, yeah, Mark Bussolo has a good home now. Um, and we have a new van van that's just as badass. It's not a bus. It's uh, it's called the Trans Van because it's got a big Trans Am symbol on the front of it. Can't miss it. Um, we, we spent some time before this tour building some bunks in the back and kind of making it livable in because we're going to be on the road for a while. And, Sometimes you don't find a place to stay, so it's nice to have uh, somewhere to stretch out and sleep. Um, yeah, it's, Absolutely. it's a great vehicle, and I, I love that van. I'm the van guy. So what became of Mark Bussolo? Like, where's its home? Okay, so the story of Mark Bussolo. We ended up having to say goodbye to Mark Bussolo, so we put it on our trusty Kijiji, and we got a response. And the lucky fellow who got Mark Bussolo for a great price, he started driving it back. He's he's actually a heavy-duty mechanic, and so he wanted to like, have a mobile shop, right? So we had this big old bus, and he wanted something that he could, you know, put all his tools in, put like big heavy stuff in, and take around as a mobile workshop, right? So we're like, perfect, man. Like this is exactly what you need. So he picked it up, and he was driving about to Hinton. Hinton. Hinton is about two hours to two and a half hours away, and when he traced what he got into town. Started smoking and breaking down, <laughs> and like I was like, "Oh no!" Because basically, that would have happened to us on the road. Yeah, but right? l luckily, he's a heavy-duty mechanic, and, and he, he fixed it up himself, right? Yeah, so. and now he's uh, taking good care of it. He still stays in touch with me. We we kind of bonded over the band, and he still stays in touch and asks how we're doing, and all that, which is really cool. So yeah, so you guys dodged a bullet. Uh, with Mark Bussolo going out of commission, but you sold it to someone who was able to fix him, and everybody's happy. And now you got a new van to continue with touring. And uh, as I was, was saying earlier before we were rolling, you wanted to bless me. Offers there. Uh, I'm not pushy, but you know, Please. just saying. Please bless our van. Yes. <laughs> we need that. We do a lot of driving, so. Yeah, you know, like it's. You never know, man. You know, like that's, that's what's up. Absolutely, absolutely. So, speaking of driving and touring, you guys are just about to head out with Summer Wars. Uh, the tour begins, uh, I guess the first show is Blackout Fest yep. in Brantford, Ontario, home of Wayne Gretzky, hockey legend. Um, and uh, I did not I know, that. know that. Yeah, he's our, he's our hometown boy. Yeah, I, I didn't know he was from I thought, For some reason, I thought he was from Edmonton, but I guess he just played for them. <laughs> Yeah, no, Wayne Gretzky is from Brantford, Ontario, Canada, where uh, Blackout Fest will be, will be happening, and then you guys take off with Summer Wars from, from there. Um, and if I'm remembering correctly, you go, you go to Western Canada, yep. and yep. then and you end up... Um, North Carolina. Garner, North Carolina. Garner, North Carolina is our last show with Summer Wars. Or, no, South Carolina. Pretty sure Garner is North Carolina. Oh, okay. Down around there. Down around those parts, yeah. Um, I was actually uh, really happy to see that uh, Calling All Captains and Summer Wars were going on tour together because, as I mentioned, we had Summer Wars on the show back uh, in the summer, the summer of 2019, when they, they came through this very venue, Rum Runners in London, Ontario, with We Were Sharks. And, uh, and when I talked to them, we talked about the fact that, like, there are no pop-punk bands in North Carolina. Like, like minimal, minimal, right? Yeah. And I remember saying to Trip, who um, sings for Summer Wars, yep. after the interview, I said to him, um, well, you know, what you guys should do, being from North Carolina and not having a lot of, you know, support in the pop-punk community where you, you live, you should connect with bands from Western Canada because they face the same thing just because of, like, geographic challenges you know the next town is like three hours away or whatever so you know you should hit up my friends and calling all captains like that would be an amazing tour and like <laughs> two months later it was like yo summer wars and calling all captains going on tour together and i was like oh he's getting thoughts of something to do with that you this happen. <laughs> maybe not maybe not but it's but it's dope that uh, it's it's dope that summer wars and calling all captains if uh, if that tour comes through your town if you're listening to this right now and that tour is going to be coming through your town, please go to it because uh, 
both bands are just they're amazing bands and it's just like it's one of those those tours I thought that like it's just a really good fit you know like um, like I'm all for mixed bills and whatever but like I don't know I, I just think that you guys both uh, do what you do you do it very well um, I was also going to mention like just how far you guys as musicians have progressed over the last uh, you know, 14 months or whatever it is. Like, you know, when you guys played August of, uh, of 2018, um, great show, tight, really good, like, great band, right? But then, like, you know, you guys play tonight and uh, you can see, you can see what's happened. So do you guys feel that way? Do you feel like you've progressed as a band? I think, I think we have, but, you know, like, like any artist, it's always, you're always worried that it's not good enough or it could be better. So, I mean... I, I think we, we definitely have progressed. We've kind of found our groove. Um, yeah. But there's so much more, you know? Like, we're, we're always working on new things and trying to push trying to the limits. Better. Yeah, because like, it's funny you say that we're better tonight when I feel like, you know, it's definitely better than like a year and a half ago, but I just did not have a good set today. You know, <laughs> yeah, like that's, that's the thing. That's Sometimes you just, on a long-ass tour, like, you can't have a good set every night. Sometimes yeah. it's just your body's just run down. But uh, like the crowd, the crowd energy really helps. Like if you're feeling down, feeling sick, but you get that you get that energy back from the crowd, it really helps you put on the best show you can. Totally. And tonight was exactly that. For sure, for sure, absolutely. Well, it's a really good bill here with uh, Trash Boat and uh, our friends in Hold Close, um, who are playing right now, and uh, yeah, really well supported. Uh, really well supported tonight so um yeah thank you guys so much for coming back and spending some time here with us uh on spinning thoughts um just we're gonna wrap pretty soon but um i'm interested to know what your experience with equal vision has been now that um you've been with the label for over a year like um, it, it, it strikes me as a very eclectic label nowadays. Um, back in the day, you know, a lot of the artists were similar and what have you, but I mean, I think about it now and it's like yourselves, um, our friends in Young Culture, I think, yeah. are on Equal yeah. Vision. Our boys, right? yeah. So they just finished recording a record actually here in Canada, up Sam, in Toronto. We were just Sam speaking Yana. with Sam Yana last night about uh, how the record is just about done, so we're getting stoked for that. Yeah, last week was the last day of recording I happened to see those guys. Uh, but they're like a pop rock band. And then you've got, like, I just reviewed um, a band called Gideon. Oh, which is like, oh, oh that's our favorite. Okay, that's been yeah. the album of tours so far, that new yeah. Gideon album. Just slaps too hard. Out it slaps too hard. So yeah. Anytime we get tired when we're driving, we just slap on the Gideon album and everyone in the band's bopping heads. This makes you want to go, <gasps> Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So like they're like a they're like a metacore, hardcore kind of a band. And then I think you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Saves the Day has returned yep. to Equal Vision. They right? have. They have indeed returned. Yeah. So your label mates with all these eclectic bands, um, and like, what's your experience um, of the label been thus far? It's been, it's been nothing but like. Equal Vision has been amazing with us. Uh, like we're, we're a smaller band, obviously, on their roster, and they really do a lot to, to guide us through and like show us what we need to do. And everyone's so nice, and like all of our contacts with the labels are just very pleasant. And like we, we honestly love having calls with the label, and uh, they're they're amazing with us. Like we couldn't. There's no complaints. For real. Awesome, awesome. I'm glad that it's been an, a really good experience for you guys thus far. And uh, so just before we wrap, um, as always, um, is there anything else that you guys would like to add? No, not really. Uh, basically, thanks again for having us. You know, like it was a real pleasure the first time. And honestly, getting to see, getting you to see the band grow as much as we did from the last time that, you know, we went around, it's been such a journey and it feels like you've been a part a part of like the way the whole way so please will you bless our man <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely thank you again guys uh, for taking some time here with us at uh, at spinning thoughts all the best uh, as you hit the road on your tour 
and uh, Connor wants to add one last thing. I will just say that we, we just dropped a video for our song Fool's Gold and for the first time ever we've got vinyl for pre-order. It would be really sweet if you could go online check that out if it's something you think you'd want. It really helps us out. And we're excited. We got vinyl. That's cool. Right? Yeah. We, we don't have it on tour so unfortunately you can only get it online but hey go check it out. Yeah, so through the Ecovision uh, merch now. So you just go through Catapult or CaptainStarMerchNow.com and boom, 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 pre-order. Perfect. Well, thanks again, guys. Until next time, we will share music and spread love. That's right. Spread love, always. Thanks, guys. So you just finished listening to Dan's conversation with Calling All Captains. I fucking love the band. They are a return guest in that for me as the host of Spinning Thoughts, is the biggest compliment I can ever get on this podcast is when we get a guest to come back. In my eyes, that means we're doing at least something right. I want to thank Calling All Captains for being the guest here in episode 187. I also want to extend my great thanks to both Maggie Schneider and First and Forever, for lending their amazing new singles here to play on Spinning Thoughts. I'm not going to think I am Jake Hill, other than the fact that you gave me something to talk about for 12 minutes. And you know what? I think a lot more people, not because of me, but a lot more people probably know about I Am Jake Hill now, not because of the music, but because of the meat scandal of 2019. You can follow us on Twitter at Spin Thoughts. Our website is thespinningthoughts.com, and we have premiere episodes every Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following Monday. We'll be back again, same time, same place. Until next time, make sure you share music. And as Calling All Captains said, always spread love.